and welcome to Walk Together Fiercely podcast. I'm Michelle Morrison, and I'm just so happy that you are here. We have so much to talk about. Today, Tara and I want to invite you into our living room and talk about childhood intuition. You may already know how incredibly intuitive children are. Maybe you even have memories yourself as a child. I certainly do. Maybe you have witnessed Uh, a child who just seems to know things or be tuned in or can see more than what meets your eye. Children are in fact incredibly intuitive. It comes so naturally to them. They are so open and pure and know not anything about doubting themselves or thinking the thoughts of that can't be real or first you have to prove it or that's crazy. They're just so much more open and trusting and have an incredible ability to be tuned into their inner senses, which allows them to be so much more naturally intuitive. Something happens as we grow, that intuition that we have becomes questioned and then doubted over time and it can slowly diminish. Not only are there so many ways that you can support your own intuition and help it to grow, there are many ways that you can support the intuition of your children or the children in your life. Being playful is such an amazing way to liven your intuition and so Tara and I embrace our own inner child during this episode and let it come to the light and play in this energy. And we are so happy to have you along for the ride. We are so grateful that you are here, that you are a part of our WTF community. We would just love to have you join us on our podcast page on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely. Please take a moment to leave us a five-star rating and a written review. This so helps for others to find our podcast and for it to come up as a recommendation to others. We really appreciate if you share this episode or any of our episodes, either by text message, email, by sharing on social, tag us on social media, join us online, share your thoughts, and even your requests for upcoming episodes of something that you would like us to speak about. So thank you so much for being here. Let's get to it. Let's walk together fiercely through childhood intuition. All right, there we are. Hi, Tara. Hi, Michelle. Back again. It's always so good to see your smiling face, even if it's through a screen. I just love hanging out with you. It's so nice you get some time on your own at home to hang out and visit. Quiet mummy time to do what I'm uh, excited (laughs) to do. This feels fun. (laughs) Absolutely. We're going to have an intuition chat today and talk about the ways that uh, children are so naturally intuitive. And what the hell happens to us as adults, <laughs> how we grow out of it, and how not to grow out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this topic. Yeah. So my boys are grown. So I'm on the other end of the spectrum of this. You have littles. And this is such a, like, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. If your children are grown, if you have no children, uh, if you have little children, it doesn't really matter because... When we speak about intuition, we're really speaking to humans. If you're having a human experience, this conversation kind of relates to you. But 
one of the things that just always blows me away, Tara, is how children are just so naturally intuitive. It's like they come to the planet just a little bit intuitive. They're connected, they're open, mm -hmm. uh, they're willing, and something changes as we grow. And it it's kind of like... I mean, for lack of a better word, it's kind of dumbed out of us to some extent. Like it's numb, yeah. it's it's suppressed. And I think that as adults, there's a lot of interest in getting back to that place or knowing that you have those abilities. And so what happens in the meantime? Where do they all go? Yeah, that's totally it. Because I feel like I grew out of it. I think back to being a kid and I had these intuitive hits or these visions or these things these knowings and then you grow out of it and then now we're in a phase of relearning it and coming yeah. back to it, right yeah that's what I always say to my clients it's a remembering I'm not teaching you mm -hmm. something you don't know you're remembering who you really are by tuning mm -hmm. into your intuitive abilities your your natural intuitiveness yeah yes which can be hard for adults like it took me a long time and it's still a work in progress to trust it yeah because we're just so used to t saying that somebody else can do that or we need to commune with like I need to speak to a medium to speak to my but that we have this power mm -hmm. and we trust back within ourselves yeah, we have essentially this inner compass, right? That is very, like, it just, your intuition helps you to stay safe. Your intuition, those are, well, I guess those are more like the instincts, you know, can help you to stay safe, but your intuition can help you to make really beautiful choices to, it can guide you towards beautiful experiences, joy in your life, having good judgment about something, and also being able to rely upon your own self, like, you know, not having to pull 10 friends before you make a choice or a decision about something it is because I know I can say yes to this because it feels really good to me or that doesn't feel right for me so it's really goes a long way in protecting our personal boundaries of safety and respect and so there's so many reasons why it's so important and why we don't want to you know dampen it in our kids Yes, it like helps us to follow the path that we're meant to go down in life. Like this is my life journey and I can discern whether I'm meant to go left or right Yeah, by following yeah. that compass within me. And it leads you down a life that's joy filled and you meet the people that you're meant to meet and you find your tribe of people that love you. And it's really, yeah, it is a compass. That's very cool. Yeah, it is. So let's talk about why children are just so darn intuitive naturally. Mm -hmm. And I, there's a couple of stories I want to share even about my own kids. And I know you'll have stories of yours too. But kids are intuitive for some very, very simple, plain facts and reasons that are just like blatantly obvious. Children are playful. They tend to be joyful, creative, imaginative, and open. They're not walking through the world judging themselves in terms of physical appearance or gender or like they're what are people going to think of me or what are people like, going to think of me? Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're very open and just, they really are coming from a place of love. Fear is something that is learned. And so I can remember you know, uh, there's no part of me, Tara, that will say that I did this at all perfectly because so much of me has grown up with my kids in so many ways because I was so young when I had them. But it is that I, like, I, I remember experiences, my oldest son saying, 
we were in this intersection. And he's like, why is that man staying in the middle of the intersection? And I had enough awareness to go, okay, he's seeing uh, something that is beyond what we can see in physical. And I just said to him, it's because he's a little bit lost and he's trying to find his way home. And he said, well, how do we help him find his way home? And I said, we could just send him a little bit of love. And so it's not that my oldest son would tell you now that he can see, <laughs> you know, dead, dead people, people in an intersection. It's not that at all, but it was just a little tiny bit of awareness. And so the one thing that I know that I did okay with with my kids is that when they told me things like that, I didn't tell them they were insane or crazy. I didn't shoo-shoo them. I didn't, you know, mm -hmm. brush it off. I just was like, oh, tell me more about that. Like, uh, I may not be able to see or understand what you're seeing, but I'd sure love to hear more about what it is that you're witnessing. And, mm -hmm. you know, what does it feel like to you? That's always, I always had these little, like long before emojis were a thing, I had these little magnets on my fridge with all different types of faces and they could choose a face that more resembled how they felt inside and it was like how does that make you feel and I always wanted my boys to be in tune with how things made them feel because when it feels good that's a sign that you're on the right path with your intuition when it doesn't feel good that's a sign that you're not on the right path yeah mm -hmm. my youngest son he's incredibly clairvoyant and he when he was little he was he was cute as a button like teeny tiny he's so little guy and he was getting ready for kindergarten and he was he was so he would have been five and he had a little stool so that he could stand and look into the into the bathroom mirror brush his teeth and wash his hands and whatever breakfast is finished and I send them upstairs and I say you know go brush your teeth and within minutes blood curdling scream comes forward and I run up the stairs and he's like mom I'm like oh my god like I'm expecting blood I'm like what's wrong and he's like mom I'm green and I'm like checking the color of his skin and he's clearly not green and I'm like okay hang on a second and I said well I said well what color are you usually Kyle and he said gold <laughs> and I said, okay, okay, I hear you. I said, green is a really good color. It's the color of the of your heart. It just means that you're in a really loving space. And he's like, oh, okay. And off he skipped, got off the stool. That's awesome. <laughs> he ran down the stairs. <laughs> well, how alarming. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so there's cute. really cool ways that kids know that. But I think that one of the things that happens as we're adults is that, you know, what do we do less of as we're adults? Maybe we play a little less. Uh, maybe our responsibilities increase a little bit more. Maybe we're not as imaginative uh, or spending time, you know, being creative. And, you know, there are ways that we're not as open as adults. And so intuition doesn't flow as well through those kinds of energies. Yeah, more afraid. Yeah. All of the adult things that we need to do or get done or the pressures that we put on ourselves that we probably are touching into the energy of 
fear, whereas kids can just be in that energy of love and connection and they're just free to be their little selves. And as we grow up, there's societal norms and expectations and responsibilities and it just dampens that freedom to be our loving selves without any burden. Yeah, definitely. Have you had moments where you're aware of your children's intuition, that they're following their own intuitive guidance in some way, shape or form? Yes. And I can see that it's actually, they each have different intuition as we all do. So Mm. my son is five. He's got some good stories, actually. I've just, I guess I've had a bit more time with him. I remember when he was really little and I was nursing him in the dark in a glider chair in his room and I'm rocking and I'm nursing him. And then he came off of my breast, leans out into the room, and then he recoils as if someone's tickling him. Then he reaches out and he tickled, tickled, tickled. Then he pulled back and he giggled and he did this three or four times. And I'm just looking in the dark down at my baby that is like, having a tickle fight with someone invisible and I just didn't know I'm like oh my goodness like what is you know as a mom like I can see that he's like having fun and he's interact and I've seen him like interact before as a little like when he was really little and I remember once going to the grocery store with him and we had bumped into somebody that we know and as we leave he was so distressed he's like mom she's sick she's sick mom she has to go to the doctor She needs to go to doctor, mom. She's very sick. And I asked a friend that was really intuitive after, and she tuned into it, and she said that this person was struggling with depression, and he was seeing, like, a lot of darkness around her head. But it was alarming, and I can see how, like, even though, you know, that's the fear piece. Like, as he's doing that to me, it triggers fear in me. Like, do I need to, should I speak to this person and just say, like, and then you sound a little bit crazy because my kid's having this intuitive hit that you're unwell, right? So that one kind of freaks me out a bit, but yeah, he's had a few. And then my daughter who's two and a half. She's more like, I haven't seen her interact, but she will pick up on my energy. Like if I'm feeling sad about something, even if I haven't shared it with the kids, like she'll come up and she'll tenderly grab my face or she'll put a blanket on me or she'll just look in my eyes. And it just is like, it's okay, mom. Like she's, she can read the energy a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's very That's interesting. That's incredible. That's amazing. This is a really good opportunity for you to say to your daughter or or to your son, whoever at that moment, you know, thank you. You know, I mommy needed that. How did you know? And, you know, find a way to be a little bit curious about the way that they brought their intuition forward. But I just love that it, you didn't dampen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if I don't understand it, that and even if it makes me a bit uncomfortable because I don't understand it to just give it space to be so that they can grow their intuition and honor it. Mm-hmm. I think that's just absolutely beautiful. You know, it's hard for children to discern all of the different emotions that they have. And we've, we've talked about this lots before, you know, the big emotions that kids have. But giving them an opportunity to at least express or to at least explain or, you know, be heard or understood that actually in itself goes a long way in promoting intuition as well, because then it's like, because what happens when we dampen our own intuition or don't listen to our own intuition? It's like that feeling of, I don't know if I can trust my own instincts. I don't know Mm -hmm. if I can trust my own feelings about this. And, and when we give 
children an opportunity to express their feelings and to be able to trust that even if they're not the emotion they want to have in that moment, that they can trust what they are feeling. Mm-hmm. Accepting ourselves, right? Yeah, like very much so. Accepting how it shows up for us, accepting whatever we're feeling in those moments, and then trusting. Yeah. When intuition is suppressed in children, this is interesting because as we look at our society and our culture, there's so much that I can see that relates to this. And of course, I mean, this is the subject that I'm passionate about, and this is the one I speak about so much. But when intuition is suppressed in children, uh, what takes a hit is their self-esteem. It brings forward like self-doubt, lack of self-confidence, and sometimes struggle with boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a hard time, you know, knowing what your inner compass is and you look to others to help you make decisions, that's like that, you know, lack of the doubts and the fears or I don't know if I can or if I'm capable or if I'm on the right path. I don't know if I can trust myself to make the right decisions because I made that lousy decision in the past. And so instead, I love the whole point of teaching with children anyway, approaching, you know, not always going to get everything right. It's okay. Mm-hmm. What did you, what, what, you know, let's go back to how that made you feel when it wasn't right. Was there a feeling that went with that, that you can now go, oh my gosh, when I feel that feeling, I know that that's not right for me or that it leads to this. How does that show up in adults with the boundaries that you were speaking about? Well, I think that, you know, for adults, it can be that we have a hard time setting boundaries for ourselves around safety or, you know, just wanting to be liked, uh, wanting to be long, you know, wanting to matter. And so sometimes we'll forego some of our boundaries in order to have that kind of acceptance. And I think that when you are more tuned into your intuition, you will be more in line with the truth of, I don't need to be something for somebody else. I can be me. It's safe for me to be me. Yes. So it's like when a little kid is connected to their intuition, they are connected to themselves. Mm -hmm. So they are not going around looking for that connection outside of them and that people pleasing and that wanting to be liked and sacrificing so much of your own energy and like saying yes when you mean no right you're looking for that right you're looking for that connection outside of yourself but if we have this connection within us and we can discern does this feel right for me and just have that answer we don't have to run around and explain our story to a friend and get their advice and explain our story to another friend and go around seeking that's right the answers outside of us yeah they have it right within them yeah very cool. Yeah. And it's not that we still don't have connection and friends and, and, you know, talk about life and things like that. But it's maybe a feeling of a little bit more safety, security, like, I'm okay, you know, I'm, I'm all right. And the other thing that I just so believe, Tara, that you and I are huge proponents of is talking and sharing your stories, right? Because when we mm-hmm. talk about this, we can relate and it helps somebody else to maybe, you know, trust an instinct that they've had or to, you know, take a step forward in their intuition or, you know, have a conversation with their friends about times that they knew they were on the right track or they knew this was going to happen. They knew how this was going to unfold, but they didn't follow through. Yes. Yeah. Trust. 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 Yeah. Like I remember when, my intuition would have been 
like I really didn't know about it. So then you go around and it's like, oh, I'm thinking of doing this, but like, what do you think? What do you think? And you're asking people because you can't make that decision for yourself. But if we could stay connected to ourselves the whole time through, we'd be like, what feels right for me? Yeah. And it's not that you won't talk to other people about your choice, possible choices or possible decisions or things like that. Mm-hmm. And you might hear their opinions, but that's the thing. Like you always have to remember, everybody's going to have an opinion based on their own life, not based on your own life and your yeah. experience and who you are as a being and yes. what you want to do. And I think that's, I think that's just kind of cool. Mm-hmm. that you know that we do kind of get a little bit more in tune with that and so I guess you know the only little addendum to this whole conversation that I just want to make is that this is not a blame your parents conversation and if you weren't raised to trust your intuition you know well like the majority of people on the planet so that's that you can absolutely get in tune with your intuition now And there's nothing stopping you like because you haven't been using it doesn't mean you don't have it or you don't have the capability to use it. You 100% do. And there are always really big, fun, easy ways for you to start being more intuitive. And that is to be more playful, to be creative, to allow yourself to experience joy, like seek out pleasure. I'm really feeling kind of big on this, this little train right now about, you know, just having and experiencing more pleasure in life in general. And it, I don't know about you, Tara, but it doesn't necessarily need to be the really big things. Sometimes it is time in a bath. That can be very pleasurable, right? Like it just, it feels very nurturing and it feels really good to your whole body. There's so many ways for you to experience that. And when you do more of that, you will naturally be more intuitive without having to work at it, study it, take a course, any of those things. It will just be there for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, Michelle. So... I'm a mom with two little kids. How do I speak to them about intuition? I feel like that's such a big topic. Yeah. Like how would I speak to my kids about what intuition is and how it can present for them? So the kids your age don't need to necessarily even know the word intuition yet. They'll, they'll understand it differently. And the way that children understand is through their feelings and children are so empathic. And I, I think in so many ways, you know, children are, we've spoken about ways that people are intuitive on a previous podcast, Tara. So when we talked about whether you sense your energy, whether you see your energy, hear your energy, or know your energy. So we talked about all those clairs. Well, children are actually very multi-sensory. And so they actually have a lot of that stuff going on all at the same time. And one of the things that I know is true about children that are coming into the world now at this stage, they're very multisensory. And so parenting multisensory children, empathic children, I mean, that's a big thing. Like that's, it's not an easy task. One of the ways to speak about it to kids is through their feelings and to get curious with them and help them by maybe asking a few questions so that they can get to know themselves more. And one of the best things that you can do is ask your child, well, how does that make you feel? 
for example, you know how you shared those beautiful stories of when your kids will go and pull a carrot out of the garden, run to the garden holes and wash it off? Mm-hmm. Okay, those are really good kind of feeling things, right? And that is like, oh, when you're munching that little garden carrot, you're on the right path. And I know this seems like a silly little example, but it's actually a really perfect example of how to know that this is the good feeling. So what does it feel like in your body when you're having this experience okay good let's remember that like let's let's tuck that away into your cells so that when you have that feeling you know that i'm on the right track and then when there's something that's maybe they're not very happy about or they are expressing discomfort about they're maybe putting up a little bit of a a fight they don't want to do something and and granted you know i mean part of raising children is we have to be the adults and help them make decisions because they're not capable of doing all those decisions on their own yet they're still littles however taking into account their feelings and at least letting their feelings be heard so sometimes it's talking something through and allowing them to express their fear about it and other times it might be well they maybe have a legitimate fear like they Mm -hmm. maybe have something that just is not working for them and we can make an adjustment we can make a change so again getting curious well tell me how you feel about that where does it feel well doesn't feel good in my tummy okay that's really good to know how does that feel in your tummy and getting them to be okay when I get that tummy feeling something's not quite right Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, I love it. And I love that it translates to adults too. This is the same stuff that we're learning as yeah. adults as we do our intuition. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Because this is what you do in your everyday life. Like, are there ways that your kids will say to you, gosh, this is good and I want more of this. I want to do more of this or ways that they're like, nope, not participating, zero. Yeah. Well, the joy I find, we just enjoy it. So we'll just be playing and having a good time. But I do like my son will feel anxious and get worked up about some things. And it took me a bit to just honor that. Like I remember taking him to the dentist. He would have been two. And as soon as we pull up, he just is crying and screaming and doesn't want to go. And I get him calmed. I take him into the lobby and he's still super teary. And we didn't get his teeth cleaned that time. We we actually tried three times and showed up three different times. And each time he was so anxious. And then I get anxious because I'm like, my kid needs to go to the dentist. They're three now or whatever. And you want them to comply. Like there's that adultness in us. That yeah. Like you just need to go to the dentist. Yeah. And then I switched dentists. We tried somebody else and he did amazing. He was so brave. He was happy. And in hindsight, he, it was something with the energy there. He was not, he wasn't vibing with it. And I feel bad that I pushed him to like get in the chair. But that was a learning opportunity that sometimes if he's not averse to something, like it might not be about the dentist. It, it might, might be, be about that the, dentist. It might be that place. And so yeah. when he, so when, this is so interesting. So when he was two and he started fussing in the car, even before you get him out of the car and into the dentist office, he didn't really understand what he was going to be doing that day, did he? I didn't even tell him we were going to the dentist, I don't think. So he pulls in and he's just like, nope, don't like this place. Yeah, not going Interesting. That's amazing. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So that's incredible to listen to that. Yeah. And he'll do it like for certain places. Like if we're going somewhere, he's like, I don't want to go there today. And it could be a loved one that he really does like to go there often. Mm. 
and we've been almost there and then he's like I don't want to go I don't want to go and then we get there and the the people are all wound up or the energy is not great and I'm like ah I see I see what he was like wow. he's picking up on it almost before we're even there that's um, so amazing that's been pretty cool mm-hmm. that's so cool Tara yeah. And mm. I think the tricky part of parenting is that it's like the one side I want to completely honor his feelings and his intuition and teach him to trust it. But then the other side is like, well, we got to do life. Like you got, you got to go to the dentist or that parenting side of it. Right. So you mm-hmm. kind of are going in between like not necessarily trying to get them to conform, but sometimes we've got to do things that we don't want to do. Yeah. And that's and then true. also honoring them. Right. Like, so it's, yeah. Yeah. So I guess now that he's older, it's easier because I can talk it through a bit more. When he was little, it was harder because he didn't really have the words to say, I'm just feeling really uncomfortable or scared and nervous and I don't want to go. But now that he's older, he can say, I feel nervous and we can talk about finding our brave. I love that. And you're right. The conversations as the kids get older are going to be a little bit more uh, giving him an opportunity to talk through things. And then and that's so true as adults. Sometimes we talk through things and, you know, you're scared to like get on a roller coaster, for example, and you talk through and you can be like, okay, well, we know that this is, it's going to be okay because of these reasons or whatever. And we can get through big things. But I love that you're listening to your kids. I think that's awesome. Let's talk about what you can do with with intuitive children. And the thing that I want to say about this is that this is not only going for two and five year olds, this is going for 30 and 40 and 50 year olds and beyond. It goes at at really, really any age, because you're right, this is the way intuition works. If you have a child, whether it's your own child, or you're an aunt or an uncle or a grandparent, listen to your children, acknowledge them. And then be a little bit curious. So ask them some questions about their feelings so that you're helping them to kind of get to the root of how they're really feeling and maybe even a little bit more of why they're feeling the things that they're feeling. Mm -hmm. Secondly, just be open to their conversation. And so kids are really like they're imaginative, they're creative. And so they might have really imaginative things to say about stuff rather than telling them that's just your imagination or whatever, just at least listen. Like even if you don't agree and you're not sure, just just mm-hmm. simply be open to their conversation. Uh, the next one, number three, is pay attention to your child's cues and clues. And particularly, you know, with their health, because quite often children will show and so will adults show when something is not going right, your stomach hurts, for example. Mm-hmm. And so as adults, like you might get a different kind of a feeling when something's not going right, like maybe pain in your back or, you know, discomfort somewhere in your body or some problem with your digestive system or a headache, whatever. Pay attention to those cues and clues. And one of the things that's different maybe about children than adults is that children can go into a dramatic mood swing. So they can be chirping along, just fine, happy dandy, and then all of a sudden just explosion of energy uh, and big dramatic mood change. And the thing about children is that they are doing the story you just shared of fussing because he doesn't want to go to this particular friend's house that day. They are picking up on energy that you may not even be remotely aware of because they're very, Mm -hmm. very intuitive. Number four really just give them a lot of loving support around their feelings and just allow them to be heard. And the 
final thing is even if you don't see it, understand what they're talking about, or you may not even believe it, that there's a guy standing in the middle of a road, for example, acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely acknowledge them. That's so important. So those are ways that we can help our children to be more intuitive so that it's not being maybe numbed out of them so much. And as adults, maybe you weren't raised uh, in this way. That's okay. The majority of people on the planet aren't. But you can start being more intuitive right now by acknowledging your own feelings, by not poo-pooing your own instincts, by listening to your health cues and clues, and being open to just following your intuition. And I always say that there's as much learning in the things that you may get wrong as the things that you get right. So intuition learning comes, even it doesn't turn out the way you thought it would. I think it's so interesting how our intuition is so natural and innate to us, but yet it is it grows out of us or it's trained out of us. And I don't even think that it's necessarily just the parents and the family growing up, but our whole society that yeah. everything needs to be like evidence-based or it's marketed to us a certain way. And then anybody who's listening to their guts and their intuition, it's like, that's more woo-woo or that's hippie stuff. Like there's a judgment that we place on that. Right. And then right. it leaves us judging ourselves, right? So if I get an intuitive hit where I'm like, ooh, I don't really want to go to that event, then it's like, we judge it. Like, no, you're just being or whatever, right? We kind of come in and poo-poo it. Mm-hmm. Whereas kids are so open. They just, they trust who they are. They're not judging themselves. They're not pressured by society to look and be a certain way. So it's almost that undoing that we need to do. Oh yeah, Tara. We almost like have to mother ourselves to like allow our intuition to blossom. We need to trust and yeah. yeah. I love the I love the things that you shared about how to grow it in our children. And it really is something it's tools for ourselves as well. Yeah. So mm. I'm going to say that our homework for this week is to find ways to be joyful and playful. Play like a kid. Play like a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I can do that. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, and being a part of our community. We are so grateful for you. I feel excited for the ripple effect that this is creating. Just imagine, if we lived in a world where we felt grounded to the earth, connected to our heart, and openly listened and trusted our whispers within. This is our natural state, a place of trust, love, and knowing. It is time for our remembering. To remember that this is the truth about us. To accept ourselves with love and let go of the judgment. This is a constant and ongoing process as a human. You will remember and you will forget. You will be filled with love and trust. Then the fear and doubt will creep in. Continue to be gentle with yourself and with others. Return to the love return to your heart. This is your safe space to remember. One easy way to connect back to our truest self is through play. Schedule time for this if you need to. Do something just for the fun of it. This will connect you back to your inner child, your intuitive and creative self. You can find more of us on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely. This week, We will share ways that we play and are creative. Thank you for being here and walking together fiercely in the direction of your inner compass.
And now for a breath of peace. Take a big breath in, comfortably, down into your belly. Let it go. And with it, let your shoulders drop, your eyes relax, and just be here with your breath and your body. Give yourself the gift of this minute of stillness. Keep the breath going. Picture yourself as a small child. You, at the age of five. You're sitting down, cross-legged, and Divine Mother gently comes up and drapes a comfortable, warm blanket over your back and shoulders. She whispers, You are perfect, whole, and complete. You are innocent and free from all wrongdoing. There is nothing to forgive because you are already forgiven. You are divinely loved more than you can comprehend. It is safe to open your heart, listen to its whispers. You are wildly intuitive. We would love for you to join us on our podcast page on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely. Here we can chat, have community, uh, ask questions, and lots of other extra information that you might not get on our podcast. For more information about us, you can find Dr. Tara on Instagram at Dr. Tara Drummond. For more information about me, Michelle, you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Morrison Medium. All other information about me is on my website, thebalancedsoul.com. This podcast is recorded by Michelle and Tara and is edited and arranged by Sammy Lucan. Any medical information provided is information only and is not to be used for diagnostic or treatment purposes. This information is not a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or for guidance and treatment of specific medical conditions.